0: This meditation will be using the steps Acknowledge, Relate, Receive, and Respond. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. He had no relations with her until she bore a son, and he named him Jesus. Acknowledge, relate, receive, and respond. This type of prayer is a dialogue with God. When we meditate with the word, God speaks to us. The Catechism says that meditation is above all a quest. The mind seeks to understand the why and the how of the Christian life in order to adhere and respond to what the Lord is asking. To meditate on what we read helps us to make it our own by confronting it with ourselves. Here, another book is opened, the Book of Life. We pass from thoughts to reality. To the extent that we are humble and faithful, we discover in meditation the movements that stir the heart, and we are able to discern them. It is a question of acting truthfully in order to come into the light. Lord, what do you want me to do? There are as many and varied methods of meditation as there are spiritual masters. Christians owe it to themselves to develop the desire to meditate regularly but a method is only a guide. The important thing is to advance with the Holy Spirit along the way of prayer, Christ Jesus. In this scripture passage, we get a glimpse into God speaking to Joseph in a dream. Joseph is in a difficult situation. Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. In Joseph's mind, he was probably making the best of a very perplexing situation. But God had plans far beyond anything Joseph could understand on his own. In our lifetime, we will face difficult situations. There are some times when it just doesn't seem like there is a good solution, so we try and do the best that our minds can reason. However, just as God had better plans than Joseph could have ever understood on his own, perhaps he has something wonderful in mind for you. As we enter into this prayer, it's good, first of all, to acknowledge whatever situation we are in as well as what we are thinking, feeling, and reasoning. Our lives are a mystery. We're called to lead holy lives, and yet we find ourselves in sinful situations. Oftentimes, we end up traveling down a path far further than we ever thought we would ever go until we recognize that it is not where we want to be and not where God is leading us. Isn't it appropriate that you're going through this during Advent? Remember, Advent is a time of yearning for our Savior. He can come into your life, no matter how bad the situation seems to be. If you listen to his messengers and hear his voice, you too may hear the voice of God and witness Christ being born into your life at this time. Even though Joseph was a righteous man, and this was all the work of the Holy Spirit, he was going to divorce himself from Mary and the situation. Acknowledge. Take a moment to acknowledge whatever is going on in your life. Maybe you haven't been righteous like Joseph. Maybe there's some situation you would like to divorce yourself from. You could be in a difficult marriage or struggling with your vocation. It could be something that you didn't plan. Maybe you're pregnant or got someone else pregnant. You may be discovering that you've chosen the wrong career or you're deciding whether or not to move. Maybe you're struggling through a midlife crisis or you miss someone who has died and you are grieving so hard you can't seem to hold it together. You could have been diagnosed with cancer or heard some bad news. Your son or daughter is away from the faith, or in jail, or God knows where. There may be an important, life-altering decision that you have to make. You may be in crisis, or just survived a time of deep distress and no longer know which way is up or down. You've hit rock bottom. You may be addicted, anxious, depressed, bipolar, obsessive, angry, or tired of it all. You may be in an abusive situation that you need to get out of. Maybe your spouse is struggling with dementia and is in a nursing home. Maybe you're afraid of being in a nursing home yourself. Maybe you don't know where your next check is going to come from. You may have lost your job. Maybe it's the first Christmas you are spending without your mother or father or sister or brother or husband or wife or child. These are all intense situations that seem like they can make or break us. It could be a momentous moment in your life that could be a turning point. This Advent, you find yourself at the crossroads where the decision that you make could be a turning point in your life. Any one of these situations can rock us. And maybe you're even experiencing more than one of them. The feelings that come could be fear, anxiety, dread, worry, apprehension, terror, uneasiness, concern, doubt, anger, agitation, angst, apprehension, distress, or even stress in general. Acknowledge what you are feeling as you face this crisis. What is the situation that you're in? What are the decisions and choices you find yourself faced with? Pause now and take the time to acknowledge what you are feeling and thinking. It may help to journal and get it all out on paper. When you're ready, continue on to the next step. Relate. Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI once said that conversion to Christ, believing in the gospel, ultimately means this, to exit the illusion of self-sufficiency in order to discover and accept one's own need. Joseph's initial intention was to divorce Mary quietly. He may have been tempted to be self-sufficient and self-reliant. The illusion of self-sufficiency is like saying, I can handle this. I'll figure it out. I got myself into this and I'll get myself out of it. The only problem with this is It's I, I, I. We try to fix our mistakes, manage our lives, handle our problems, cure our sickness, stop our addictions, escape situations that we feel trapped in without ever turning to God. Do you know that Christ wants to come to you right now? He wants to be there for you no matter how messed up the situation is. There is no sin in your life that he can't redeem. There's no mistake that you have made that he can't help you with. Thankfully, before Joseph decided to divorce her, he must have fallen asleep. Perhaps that would help. Sleep on it. Take a nap. But before you do, let this time of prayer be a moment for you to exit the illusion of self-sufficiency. A great way to do this is to relate what you're experiencing to God. Call out to him. Tell him your troubles. Tell the Father that you don't want to be self-sufficient anymore. Tell him that you need his help. Lay it all out before him. Let this be your prayer. Say, Father, I no longer want to be self-sufficient. I've been doing this for far too long, and I would like you to help me. Spend some time now in silence relating to your Father. He loves you and has been waiting for this moment for you to reach out to him so that he can speak to you and guide you. You no longer have to handle this without him. Take a moment now and relate to the Father. Pour your heart out. If it helps, journal your words to him. Speak them out loud. Cry out to your Father. Pause to do this now. And when you are finished, continue on to the next step. Receive. Joseph was asleep when the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and spoke to him. Prayer can be like a dreamlike state. Let your mind drift as you meditate. The Catechism says that meditation engages thought, imagination, emotion, and desire. You have just engaged all of that, your thought, your imagination, your emotion, and your desire. Now, simply rest. And receive whatever the Father wants to give to you. The angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph and spoke, calling him by name, Joseph, son of David. Do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Spend some time now in silence. The Father calls you by name. Listen for his voice. He will speak to you. The angel of the Lord can appear to you. God calls you by name. He's telling you, do not be afraid. What is he telling you not to be afraid of? Listen to him as he reveals his plan for you. God is with you. Pause for some time now just to listen to whatever God wants to speak to you. It may help to journal whatever comes to mind. You will know his voice because it will bring you peace. You'll just know that God is with us. After he speaks to you, continue on to the final step. Respond. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and he took his wife into his home. He had no relations with her until she bore a son, and he named him Jesus. Just as the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph and spoke, hopefully God has spoken to you. You will know his voice because it brings you great peace and joy. There will be a sense of relief from thinking that you have to handle your life on your own. When God speaks to us or reveals himself to us, it's natural for us to respond in some way. Joseph responded by doing just as the angel had commanded him. He responded with action and took his wife into his home. He had no relations with her until she bore a son, and he named him Jesus. What is your response to God? Spend the rest of your time in silence responding in some way. Speak to the Father. Tell him what's on your heart. If something has been made clear, tell him what you will do with your life now. It helps to journal our experience and write it out. This Advent, this very moment, your life could be changed forever. This prayer is a sacred time with God where you have acknowledged whatever is going on in you. You've had the courage to relate it to him. You've received something from him and now respond in whatever way the Holy Spirit moves you.